0: 6.53 is the time. It's 18 degrees under gray skies in the city's downtown, and it's a test tube Thursday. Always a pleasure to say good morning to our science expert, Dan Riskin. Good
1: morning, sir. Good morning to you. We do need education. In fact, I'm going to throw some education down everybody's throats. Just a a nice Monday morning. We're going to learn a little science. Okay, so tell me why we're listening to Pink Floyd. We're listening to Pink Floyd because Pink Floyd is in the science news. This is a great... Experiment, very fun. The question is, if I play Pink Floyd for somebody and I scan their brain while they're listening to it, can I give the brainwave recordings to scientists and ask them what song it was that the person listened to and have them reconstruct the song and play it for me just based on the brainwave recordings and so the way they did this is they had a bunch of patients who there were almost 30 of them 29 people who had electrodes implanted in their brains to help them manage their epilepsy and so those electrodes are there to monitor uh, electrical activity in the brain they're set up uh, specifically in people in different places depending on where their epileptic uh, problems are occurring um, and that's why the electrodes are there but those provide an opportunity to monitor the electrical activity of the brain when different things are happening and so they played Pink Floyd another brick in the wall part one a specific version a Part there are three versions of that song that Pink Floyd do and, and this is part one just to, for those who care about yeah, these right. things and they, they played it for people oh, no, yeah let's play it
0: just a brick in the wall
1: Okay, okay, so you there's that bass line that dim did it dim did it dim that goes through and then there's the, the the Singing as well and they liked this song because it's got most of it is instrumental like uh, There's like two and a half minutes of instrumental and 41 seconds of lyrics and so they could really look to see what's happening in the brain when there are lyrics versus when it's just music anyway, they, they do this, and they record the brain recordings, and then they played a whole bunch of different songs to people and used machine learning to figure out what the connections were between the brain activities and the music. And in the end, they were able to extract what they thought the people heard based on the brain recordings. So, this is their reconstruction of the song based on the brain recordings.
0: Okay. That is a little freaky. I mean, that is basically, (laughs) that is you play a song into the brain, the brain hears the song, and then you tap into the brain to hear what the brain is storing, and that's what it sounds like.
1: Yes. yeah. Storing might not be the right word because it's in real time. So it, this is what the brain was doing. It's the brain activity while they listen to the song, not while they remembered the song. Okay. So this is, there's nothing about storing here, but there is something about processing. And so it is creepy. I, it, it creeps me out. It gives me goosebumps when I listen to it. But there are several things in that that are that, that work like that baseline. Dim, did it, dim, did it, dim. There is a low note that carries through the whole thing. And the number of syllables of whatever that voicey thing is does sound like it's saying, Another brick in the wall. Like, it's, it sounds about right. That said, I don't know whether you'd be able to play that to a jury and say what song is this and have them correctly identify the song but that, that's not really what this was about it's about trying to figure out what kind of uh, information is there I mean these electrodes weren't placed specifically to capture music they were placed in the, the places that had to do with the epilepsy so uh, different people had electrodes in different places and the fidelity of the song depended a little bit on the placement of those electrodes but it's a it's a neat first step in this direction and and people have used similar techniques. Techniques to try to reconstruct what somebody saw, or a story that they heard, and now this is the musical piece of that. So that really we're we're moving into this space where, uh, if you're very creeped out by this stuff, it's some nefarious person reading your mind and and stealing your thoughts without your consent. But it doesn't look like that's as close as a much better application, which is somebody who has a disability that prevents them from communicating, or somebody who wants to share a song that they've created, and they can hear it in their head, just finding another way to get that out. So there, there are lots of interesting applications this could have, along with a bunch of really interesting data on how the brain processes the words part, and the music part, and stuff like that. Okay, it makes me think of there used to be a service, if you
0: call the New York Public Library, you could uh, sing what you, th- you know, a certain aspect of a song to them, and they could identify the song for you. It's t- service like that is simply
1: not available anymore. You know what, that is a, a Gap in the internet. That's a, there's a hole in the internet that shape because I've uh, there's a song and I can't remember it on on cue. But there's a song from a kids show from when I was a kid, and sometimes it pops into my head while I'm walking down the sidewalk, and I sing it. and I think, what show was that from? And I'm kind of trapped. I guess next time I'll record it into my phone, and then and maybe I'll be able to put it out on the internet. But it's it can be very hard to sort of play sing a song because you can't really use Shazam for that.
0: Uh, any story involving orangutans is always going to amuse me. What's the new What's the news on orangutan? <laughs>
1: <laughs> why, do, why do they amuse you? Do you? just find them like funny creatures? Is I, that...
0: Multiple reasons. They're funny looking creatures, but also, and you know, without ragging the puck too much because I want to get to the story. But uh, Billy Connolly, the Scottish comedian, yeah. was in my studio when I broke the news to him that he had been replaced at a uh, cell phone company. Uh, this new spokesman was an orangutan and uh, he laughed for two minutes.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Okay. All right. Well, this isn't about orangutans selling cell phones, unfortunately, but it's about orangutans, which they're great apes, but they're the least social of the great apes, and they tend not to want to interact with new things in their environment. And researchers are interested in the evolution among apes, especially us. Uh, of curiosity why do we go if we find a weird thing in our environment if you find a strange thing on the sidewalk you've never seen before you're likely to stop and look at it and try to figure it out but most wild animals won't do that because there's no benefit for most animals in those cases Uh, so with orangutans they do it in zoos but in the wild they've tried putting things out in their habitat like some plastic flowers or or uh, you know other objects that they've never seen before and the orangutans like avoid them like the plague Uh, but in this study they what they did is they put something in the environment that orangutans had seen, but in a new context. So orangutans were used to seeing logs with honey in them, like a hole in the log and there's honey, but not dangling from a branch by a rope. And so when they did this, the orangutans they found would approach and they would use a stick to try to scoop out the honey, uh, but they wouldn't want to touch it with their hands. And the interesting piece of this in terms of our evolution is that when other orangutans were around, they were more likely to, to check it out. And so they think this points to an important piece of our evolution of curiosity is that we were social. All right. Good to know. Thank you, sir. Good to have you this morning.
0: Thank you very much. It, uh, as Celine would say, it gives you the frisance. That is one creepy ass thing. The idea that you could record how the brain is hearing music and then play that version back.